What's up, world? Welcome to the Positive Truth. Uplifting and positive news to help you believe in yourself and the world around you. Tim, what are we trying to bring? Here at the Positive Truth, we're trying to bring awareness, empowerment, inspiration, optimism, and understanding to communities everywhere. JP, how are you doing today? I feel like a top 10 is in order, Tim. Top 10 indeed. We're doing our top 10 favorite positive news stories of the past week. Switching it up around here so we can do more quality and less quantity. What do you got, Tim? Yeah. No particular order. Alrighty, well, this one actually is one of my favorite ones because I've never seen anything like this. Um, but some vets in Thailand, they took swift, swift action to rescue a mother elephant and her calf after they uh, fell into a drain. So whenever they this calf fell into the drain, the mom went frantic. Um, she wouldn't leave next to her child's side and the vet said that literally the mom just collapsed. This beautiful elephant mom just collapsed because assuming that the elephant had a heart attack. So the vet immediately went into action. Um, they grabbed their team and they started giving the elephant CPR. They first started using their arms and then the head vet jumped on top of the elephant and started jumping up and down and brought the elephant back to life. The craziest part about this video team, I have yeah, it all video. on video. <laughs> It's going to be at our Facebook page right now at the Positive Truth Podcast. You guys check this out, share it, and all that good stuff. So you have a video of veterinarians giving elephants CPR. Absolutely. Tim never fails to find a video. At, at the beginning of your stories, you said you like your story because you've never heard of something happening before. Never heard of that. At, at all. My first positive news story is something that has never happened before. Ooh. I'm with it. It's about Aminta Torre. She just became Germany's first ever black female cabinet minister. Take that world. Okay. She's also Germany's first ever cabinet minister that was originally a refugee. Hmm. Her parents arrived from war-torn Mali in 1992. She was born shortly afterwards. She remembers spending her childhood in German refugee quarters uncertain of how long their family would be there, how long they would be in the country. She had to deal with racism growing up, inequality, and she said she took all of that being underestimated, being treated as a negative stereotype, and used that as being like, I want to take a position to help other people like me. She was like, I'm going to be a politician. That's exactly what she did. First one ever in Germany. Have to talk about that here on The Positive Truth. Absolutely. Breaking barriers all around the world. What do you got, Tim Tim? Man, I have this wild story about a kayaker. Um, so basically a man by the name of DJ Jones, he was uh, in St. Louis. He was like, look, I want to go fishing. I'm going to go to the St. Louis River. And he grabbed his kayak and he was just like, you know, I woke up this morning. It was like, I really want to go. And he's so glad that he went. So when he grabbed his kayak, he went out there and he was fishing. He started, spotted another boat. And in this boat, he saw like a man in this uh, sailboat and he saw a little kid swimming right next to it happened to be a father and a son just going out there and enjoying it and then out of nowhere the wind pick up picked up when the wind picked up it pulled the sailboat away about 100 yards and the little boy he was holding onto a rope since the wind picked up so hard he was a, he ended up letting go of the rope on accident and out of nowhere while he's fishing he heard a scream that no parent wants to, to hear a child screaming for their life so he immediately snipped his fishing line and started paddling over there as fast as he could to save the little boy um, he ended up helping him on his kayak, brought him to shore, stayed with him until emergency vehicles were able to get there because there was nobody else on the water besides him, 
His dad was on a sailboat, was 100 yards away. So he did everything he could to make sure this kid was okay. The kid is okay, father's okay. Father explained everything that happened. He was doing his best to get back to him. Crazy accident, he was in the right, DJ was in the right spot at the right time. Um, I do want to say I do have a video as well. I'll share to our Facebook page um, from DJ's helmet so you guys can see him pulling up the kid and calming him down and you know just another feel-good moment with the positive truth. Tim, always finding the best videos with the Positive Truth Podcast. Through Savis. So you're talking about DJ was in the right place at the right time. Yes, sir. My positive news story is about a man named Nick who was in the right place at the right time. He's from Lafayette, mm-hmm. Indiana. He was driving on his way home midnight just got off work super tired and he saw flames coming from a house at 12:30 a.m he didn't think about it pulled into the driveway slammed on the brakes ran in the back of the house was hollering is anyone there and then he saw four people through the flames so he kicked in the door went in got all the kids out and then when they got outside it was like oh there's our brother is still missing he's still in there so Nick ran back inside and he said that's when the smoke got pitch, pitch black. He said it was hot, but he was looking for the last child. And he heard the child faint crying. So he grabbed the child, second story, jumped out the window, saved the kid's life, saved everyone's life. And, wait for it, Tim, I got a video of a police officer pulling up to the scene right as he jumped out the window on the body cam. So if he wouldn't have done that, everyone would have died. That's a true hero moment, man. That's wild. I actually saw that story and I was like, oh, I've been doing a lot of hero stories, so I'm going to save this one for another day. And that is actually way better than I would have thought. So shout out to him. Videos. Yeah, he got videos. Oh, it's nice. What do you got, Tim? Man, so I raise you. No, I match you. That's oh, what I think okay, it is. Okay, okay, <laughs> I match you. Uh, right place, right time. I have this awesome freshman linebacker from Iowa University. Shout out to the Hawkeyes. Um, Zach Twett. He's a freshman. Um, he pulled over on the interstate after he spotted a woman with a flat tire. Uh, her name is Tina. Tina actually just left from her son's track meet in Minnesota. Um, she was driving home. Flat tire happened. She tried to call roadside assistance. Her app wasn't working, didn't have any service. So she was like, oh no, it's gonna be hours before I can actually get some help. What am I going to do? And then out of nowhere, Zach walks up and asks, would you like some help? She's all confused, like, "Um, I have no idea how to change a tire. I don't know what to do. Can I use your phone? He was like, oh, I can change it for you. So he stops, changes his tire, and she realizes, you know, he's all in Iowa gear. So she asks, and he lets him know politely. She lets him know, like, oh, I go to Iowa. That's what school I go to. I play football there, you know, that's that short conversation. She shares it on social media because she's super thankful, you know, told the whole story. I looked up and this guy wearing all Iowa gear, um, Hawkeye clothes helped me out and I'm just so blessed that God put him here for us, um, for me. And he said, she basically said, you know, I hope his kindness is rewarded someday. 21,000 likes later on social media, he's definitely getting rewarded by everybody in his town, and I just think that's really awesome. Shout out to Zach for being a great young man and helping out a woman in need. Perfectly said, Tim, perfectly said. So, since you don't want to talk about college students, I want to talk about a college graduate. His name is Dylan. Dylan, Dylan, Dylan. 10 out of 10 name. And he just graduated college at 38 from the Evergreen State College. He is the college's first in his 51-year history graduate with Down syndrome. Out of the 900 kids that graduated, he was one of the few that got to speak. And as graduation speak, he said, when life gives you lemons, you make lemonade. I see greatness in all the graduates. And I just want to say, wow, 
I never thought it would have made it this far. When I first started, I had people telling me I wasn't ready for, co for college. It discouraged me, but instead of giving up, I built a yes team. I only hung around people that believed in me and wanted to help me with my goals. So he credits his fellow students, tutors, teachers, and his mother for helping him out on his journey. He earned his degree on his own. He said, I got a degree in painting, writing, and art, and I'm going to go spread that with love for the rest of my days. thought it was an awesome story, Tim. That's a positive truth like story of the year nominee. I love that, man. It was so simple and so sweet, but to he did something that people didn't think he could do, and he's gonna spread love and positivity for the rest of his days. Uh, yeah, 10 out of 10 story, JP. What do you got, Tim? I actually like this one. So a lot of people may not know this because I'm old now, no, I'm just kidding. Ah. Um, my very first job was at McDonald's. Um, I actually learned a lot of my work ethic from McDonald's because I was getting underpaid and I was doing everything I felt like. <laughs> so How much were you making, Tim? Five fifteen? Five twenty-five an hour. <laughs> Minimal wage just jumped up, I think like 10 or 15 cents back then. I remember thinking like, yeah. Wow, that's wild. Anyways, um, so back then I remember thinking like, oh, this is so hard. I was 16 and then I, when I went to work at different jobs, I used to think like McDonald's wasn't, like, it was it was really hard, but like now the stuff I'm doing, this is cake because of McDonald's. So shout out to McDonald's in that standpoint. But I actually have a story about an owner. He's 90 years old um, and one of his franchises actually had to close down for about three months for renovations. Um, so basically, his name is Tony. He had to break the news to the employees and said, you know, we're about to remodel, we're going to get a brand new restaurant, and I'm going to have to shut down the store so you guys will not be able to work. Tony knew that they have bills to pay, mm -hmm. so he said, you guys do not have to stress. I'm going to go ahead and make sure that I pay you all for the three months that we're closed. Of course, positive in itself, but the cool story about this is the reason why he did this. He said, 60 years ago, I flipped my first burger here at this McDonald's, and now I'm the boss, I own this place, and I own other McDonald's. I just want to give other people an, an opportunity like I was given so I can help them become the boss that they want to be. Tony is a 10 out of 10 owner. He really understands how to take care of his family and the people underneath him. And that's why I wanted to talk about this story here because there's a lot of business owners that are listening to our podcast and we all have to understand, take care of everybody on your team, not just yourselves. Shout out to him. Perfectly said, Tim. My next positive news story is a follow-up to one of the first positive news stories we did back in 2017, Tim, or was it 2016? 2016. And it was about Ryan Schwartz, and he had just lost his job, and he was like, I'm going to pick up a hobby of mowing people's lawns for free. If you were elderly, had a disability, or were a veteran, he would mow your lawn for free. He called it, I want to mow your lawn. Nonprofit. We thought it was an awesome idea. Indeed. Because mowing lawn sucks. Indeed. It's hard, especially if you're elderly or disabled, and if you're a veteran, just a great way to give back. And we said, we should do this everywhere. This should be a thing. And now, Tim, it's almost everywhere. The organization has grown to 230 volunteers spanning 39 states. It's almost like they're listening. No, I'm just kidding. Shout out to him. Shout out to him for starting such a beautiful, beautiful train of positivity, man. That's amazing. It's something so simple. Something that kids do all the time for 10, 15 bucks. Well, we used to do anyways back in the day to try to make anything. Like Maybe. 40, 50 now? Yeah. Real talk. Somebody asked me for 50 bucks to cut my grass. I said, what? <laughs> I'll cut it myself, man. I'll cut it myself. <laughs> but no, in all reality, man, for them to do it for free, and there's a lot of people out there that do need that help, and for it to spread, 
so beautiful. I can't wait for like another five or ten years when we're talking about this and realizing like, hey, every major city in the United States has this program and you can sign up for it, etc. Awesome story. What do you got, Tim? Man, my last one of the day, actually, you know, I'm not even 100% if we've spoke about this story in the past because we've done so many hero stories about the youth doing amazing things. And literally, I remember a TV show whenever I was a kid. These high school students basically signed up to be like firefighters and uh, work as EMTs. And they ended up like taking over. And that's exactly what's happening in this story right here. There was a 16-year-old by the name of Graydon. Um, he joined the Sackett Harbor, New York uh, Volunteer Fire Department in 2017. Um, whenever he did this, he was excited. Like, I'm following my father's footsteps, this is everything. And then COVID happened. When COVID happened, firefighters quit in the masses all throughout the United States, all throughout the world. There was a lot of things that were going on. Um, but what happened in his 1,300, population of 1,300 people in his hometown, there wasn't any more firefighters. It was him and two of his classmates who were also 16, 17 years old. Um, they basically went from not being able to drive a car, get a license, to saving people from fires. Um, they actually respond to any type of car accidents, heart attacks, etc. Um, there's times where they don't even get home until 5.30 in the morning, which is two hours before class starts. But what keeps them going is showing up to save the day. Um, they say, looking at all the other first responders' faces whenever they see us getting out of a car and them questioning, wait, how old you guys are, is priceless. Um, we know what we're doing, we're trained very well, and this isn't stopping. We actually are motivating more people in their class to sign up for the volunteer department. Um, they actually have a team of five now versus a team of three. Well, they're not even paid? Started. They're volunteers. They're underage, man. Saving their, their hometown from anything that's needed and not getting paid. That is paid. not acceptable. Exactly. Not acceptable. Somebody find these kids a scholarship or whatever they can to make sure they can get whatever they need because, yes, yeah, they, chose benefits. they chose to volunteer, man. Kids. Kids will do anything to help anybody is what I've realized on the positive truth. They do deserve to get paid, JP. I 100% agree with that. Cut some years off their pension. Do something. Give them some benefits, some insurance. What is happening? I want my taxes to go to them. Facts. I agree. We should have that choice. <laughs> I'm just, yeah, for real. We really should have that choice. You said volatile, huh? Yeah, man. I, I definitely See, want that's positive truth person. People of the year. They're, they're doing it because they're, man, it's so hard to fathom these kids' minds these days. Like, 16, 17, 18 years old. They went through so much real things over the past, you know, 15 years of their lives that they're over here making decisions that's going to impact their community for the better for the long run. It reminds me of that quote, you know, those that understand planting a tree that won't get to feel the shade of the leaves, they understand life. And these kids seem like they understood life a little bit better than most of us. Did I say that quote correctly? I tried so hard. <laughs> I think you did. You just paused. So it was like, ah, did you? That was, that was good, too. That was good, too. That was good. Oh, man, that was funny. So my last positive news story is about, again, breaking down barriers, where Lisa Cook has become the first black woman in American history to be on the Fed Board. It's 2022, still breaking down barriers, racial barriers. Not going to stop either. Not going to stop. Say it again, Tim. Do stop. It's not going to stop. Before we get out of here, we need to pause and do audio meditation. It's where me and Tim talk about one thing we're grateful for each because in the stresses of life, we often overlook all the great things going on in our own lives. We encourage everyone listening to think of one thing you're grateful for as well. Guaranteed to make your day so much more positive. Tim, what are you grateful for today? Man, I'm grateful for my blended family, um, from my nieces, my nephews. Uh, yesterday morning, man, I had five or six kids in my house. Like, I had little cousins over that they call me Theo Tim. They think I'm their uncle, but... 
play with all the little kids in our families and on Edna's side. But they were all at our house and they were just playing and we were all having a good time. And I'm just like, man, this is amazing. Like, my daughter's brown, my other daughter's black, my other niece is white, my other niece is like a whiter Hispanic. Then I have another daughter who is, or not another daughter, <laughs> another. You might. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> I have another. Uh, I have another niece who's a little bit darker than my uh, daughter, and I'm like looking around, I'm looking at them, and they're all different shades. My nephew is there too, so it's like, man, this is beautiful. We're eating different types of food, talking about different things and different cultures, and we can all bring it together and still love each other. It was just one of those moments where I'm like, man, this blended family thing and the new millennia, whatever, is just beautiful. But that's what I got. That's what I'm thankful for. Tim out here dropping classics, classics. He said. Said he's a runner. He gets better with distance. He needs longer episodes. <laughs> yes, that was that was good. It came out perfect. Yes, ten out of ten joke from JP. I'm grateful for air conditionings because where we're at, we had to turn off the AC to do this, and I am a sweating ball of mess. Yeah, I'm hot as can be. This shirt is a little thicker than I thought. Thick with two C's. Do you have a thick quote before we get out of here? Absolutely. The struggle you're in today is developing the strength you need for tomorrow. Quotes by Tim. <laughs>